Okay, I press the button. We're recording. <laughs> Hello, Miss Imani. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah? This has been a good week. Tell me about it. Um, so I applied for this job. Oh. And I'm on to phase two of possibly getting it. So there's like oh, wow. three interviews that you got to go through. Dang. I feel like that's a lot. That is a I, lot. I was thinking after the interview, she was like, this was a really good interview. Um, this is what's going to happen next. You're going to go to this interview. And then there's one more interview. And I was Jeez. like, is it like a panel of people interviewing you? No. So the first one was on Zoom. The second one is at the company branch. And then the third one, I don't know what it is. I'll find out, what, I guess. What job is it, if I it's, may ask? It's a management trainee at Enterprise. Oh, the car rental place? Wow. And it's they start their, they start people with no experience at more money than I've ever heard anybody out of college being paid. Really? And I was like, I, I don't know if this is normal. It's like, is this really what I get paid? And in the interview, she said it. And I was like... The the rate she said the the wage, and you're like oh <laughs> yeah I was like sign me up oh that's exciting so that was really exciting is it close to home yeah it's in Santa Monica oh sweet so wow that's exciting and that was exciting and then I feel like I've just been having fun <laughs> well that like, is a good I'm, week <laughs> I we have a lot of stuff going on we're planning um well I'm planning a gender reveal for my cousin oh and two of my cousins are having a baby how fun next year so i'm Babies are so fun. super excited when's the gender reveal um this weekend oh soon so this weekend is one one of their baby showers one of their gender reveals oh my gosh so much yeah it's a lot that's so fun though your family growing and yeah it's like the second wave of life mm -hmm. is babies and the last the last baby in our family was david and he's 14 oh yeah so yeah, it's, it's the second a, generation. Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Wowie. How was your week? It was good. Super busy. But I had a couple days to just kind of focus on editing and catch up on a few things. I actually just went to the desert with my my dad, my uncle, and my brother-in-law. And we had plans to go out and go riding. And it was... It was an interesting week to say the least. So we, I coordinated the trip and I was looking at the weather and it was like high of 50. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Like, that's totally fine. Because we have a we, high of 50. Yeah. On Saturday. And so we go. So kind of preference. We go camping out like the little past Barstow. So it's like two and a half hours away. It's not bad at all. So we go there. And then I also underneath the 50 degree sign was like this little swoosh that indicated it might be a little windy oh you and, went during the windy weekend yeah and oh. um i mean both of me and my dad were like okay it says it's supposed to be like breezy i think we'll be fine it's whatever so we we get there on friday afternoon and it was like it was a, it was breezy it wasn't honestly that bad and then the later it got in the evening, the more windy it got. And then we were out by the campfire on Friday night, just hanging out. And the campfire literally was sideways. Like no heat was coming to us. Like it was miserable. So we were like, okay, that's, that's fine. It's, we're still enjoying the day and everything. So we go to bed at like midnight 
on Friday night, wake up, kind of sleep in in the morning and we go out and we wake up, look outside. It's howling the wind, absolutely outrageous. And we're like, um, I don't know if we're going to ride this morning. And in the desert, there's nothing to like, nothing to block, no blockage. No. And I mean, there's like little hills and kind of mountains, but we weren't near it. And so it was, I think like 11 a.m., and we had like a brunch kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, it starts hailing. And then all of a sudden, oh it starts gosh. snowing. And then raining. And you then hailing. Are in a tent? No, we're in a we're in a trailer. Okay. So we were we were safe. We were warm and everything. But it was just rain, hail, wind, everything. And we stayed in the trailer the entire day. We didn't go out and ride. We played probably six hours of poker. <laughs> Yes. And we watched seven movies. Seven movies? Yeah. And it was just... What did you watch? We... Oh, everything. Well, I only packed like eight movies because I was like, we're going to be out riding. Like, we're not going to be inside watching movies. So I think we had The Proposal. We had a Batman. We had a Mummy. Like, all just random ones that we don't really watch (laughs) often. (laughs) We're all just sitting there. They were just backups. honestly they were and so yeah between friday saturday and sunday we watched seven of the eight movies that we had and it was just it was fun though like it was a memory but unfortunately we couldn't actually do what we went there to do but it was still fun time but it was really sketchy at night oh my gosh the trailer because it's a tall trailer it was rocking back and forth i can't imagine what it was like in the desert because yeah it was gnarly up here it was windy yeah already yeah it was very scary, but it was fine. We, we, I'm alive. We made it. It was a. I have a story now. A, yeah, it was an adventure. It was a, it was a memory. Um, oh, and then also I wanted to just kind of take a moment and say thank you to everybody who gave us really positive feedback on the first couple episodes. Uh, thank you guys so, so much for the support. We got a lot of text messages from, from some friends just saying how proud they were of us and how they loved what we were doing. So thank you guys. We appreciate the support so much. Yes, we definitely do. And it's fun to hear that you guys are listening to it. I mean, I think that even if nobody was listening, we'd probably still have fun. Yeah. (laughs) But it's fun to hear where you guys are at and how you guys are experiencing it. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm loving this. This is kind of fun. Yeah. I know. I enjoy we Thoroughly. talked about it for a while, and it's just, I'm happy we're doing it. Yeah, this has been like over a year. Over a year in the making. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So one little segment that we like to do is music discoveries. So last week, mine was The Grateful Dead, as I went on about. And did you mention... And you were... Yes, mine was Snow Allegra. Yes, it was. So do you have any this week? Yes. Um. So my music discovery for this week is this artist his name is pow fu oh i don't know i discovered it i did send you a song by him he's the one who sings deathbed i'll have to go back do you remember that song so i i heard about him because his song was on a dunkin donuts commercial (laughs) and i'm the kind of person who will shazam something because i like the sound of it and then go listen to it later so oh yes i remember this wait should i play a little bit of it would we get copyright? Are we allowed to do that? Let's just do like. Okay. 
Yes. Yeah, I like him. That's it. So I listened to that song. I really liked that song. But then turns out my brother is a big fan of him. My oh. little brother. So he he wanted to be on Ox in my car. And that's all he was playing. And I'm a big fan of him as a writer. Oh. Like he's able to take a whole story and make it something that flows along very well. Oh. And pretty much all disclaimer, most of his songs are sad. Um, so you gotta you gotta listen in doses. Yeah. I don't like listening to straight sad music for too long. But it's awesome. Like the story I love storytellers. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely recommend that. I th- I love Deathbed. And I also love Eyes Blue Like the Atlantic. Okay. It's awesome. I'll have to check more of his stuff out. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a good one. Yeah. I like the sound of it a lot. Who do you have for this week? So I have two. Okay. So I was a fan. So the first one is Judah and the Lion. So I was a fan of them like sophomore year of high school. And I kind of forgot about them. And one of their songs, because I will, I use them. They're really good for wedding videos. Their their songs, so I use them for like wedding and engagement videos that I do. But one of their songs just came up on my discovery on Spotify because Spotify has Discover Weekly, and one of them came up, and I was like, I forgot how good this band was. So I they've been on repeat this whole week, and then another um, artist that I just found, I think. How you say it is DeLacy or D-Lacy. It's D-E-L-A-C-E-Y. But I love her. I There's this song. It's called My Man. And this is what she sounds like. Okay. This is very you. Yes. Yes. She's perfect. So um, two songs that I recommend by her is My Man and the Subway song. Both are just brilliant. The, the, her whole album, it's called Black Coffee. She released it this year. It's amazing. Highly recommend her. She's blowing up, actually. She's I found her probably about a month ago, and she's been on repeat again this week, and she's blown up a lot even when I started listening to her. So definitely check her out, guys. Good All stuff. right. I'll have to listen to some of her stuff. Yeah, I'll send you some. So this week... We are in cuffing season officially, folks. Yes. Here we go. Welcome. Cuffing season. Some say it's the greatest time of year. Some say it's the worst, depending <laughs> on your outlook on life and your current <laughs> relationship status. Yeah. Cuffing season. What are your thoughts on the on the theory of cuffing season? Or what is cuffing season for people who don't know? Cuffing season? I would say cuffing season starts like late september Mm -hmm. all the way through like valentine's day but the peak is december yes yeah the peak is definitely like end of november december and january and like beginning january yeah because that's when all the holidays are and that's when people are going on these cute dates yep so, (laughs) but i feel like it definitely because as soon as you get out of cuffing season it's like the stores are setting up for Valentine's Day. Yeah, some some relationships so it's a come out reminder. of yeah. Some relationships come out of cuffing season, and some don't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes cuffing season isn't necessarily 
a relationship. It's just more of having a really, really good friend <laughs> who you go on dates with, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And I, that I, are not really dates. Like, it could be, you could be on two totally. I feel like cuffing season, it just, there's so many things. There's so many things that are unsaid. That is, you got to be very clear during cuffing season what you're doing. Yes, make sure your intentions on both sides are extremely on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Tread lightly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a tough time, especially, I guess, being single during cuffing season. It's just that constant reminder every single time you open any social media platform, like, oh, you're single. Yep. Oh, they're on a cute date. Yep. Yeah, at least we're past, I think we're in past engagement season. That was summer. Oh my gosh, we had, between me and Imani, I mean, just between the friends that we know, probably what, five, six of them? At least six. Yeah. And then on my side, I had probably another six, just random people that I know. That was a crazy season. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like honestly... When you're single, everything it's cuffing season. I feel like is the peak, but it's constant all year. As soon as you come out of cuffing season, you got like a month and a half of freedom after after Valentine's Day, and then you're into ring before spring. Oh yeah, and there's there's no there's no break. And then once that happens, now you're just seeing all the engagement photos from then until the wedding which is usually in like fall now you're seeing all the wedding photos and that's gonna take you back into cuffing season it's a vicious cycle (laughs) it's awful (laughs) yeah i mean we're gonna kind of touch on i mean as of right now my relationship status is single and being single in your 20s is very different i feel like it's it's good and bad I feel this is the prime time. Like I'm I'm 23 right now, almost 24. This is kind of the prime time to find I mean, the people around us, not just for me personally, but people around us is finding their person, then getting engaged and getting married. We're at the I feel like 20 22 to 26 is when you're either engaged, married or pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> right? And if you're not Either one of those, you're just kind of like, but it's still socially okay. I don't want any kids. No? No, I want kids, but like not right now. Oh, I couldn't imagine having a baby right now. I want kids at like 30, 32. 32? Or like if I have But I I feel like that's becoming like the norm now. Oh, yeah. I want to live. Like no offense. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to people with kids. It's your, your life becomes... All about that. Like, I feel like it's okay to be a little selfish right now with what if with your life. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. So, with cuffing season upon us, I am also single, technically. Yeah. Yeah. We're approaching this. This will be our... I feel like I really didn't care about cuffing season, to be quite honest, until college. Uh, yeah. Like, in high school, I was like, this is peak basketball season. I don't really care to be dating anyone right now in the first place. But I feel like in college, I was, that's when it, when I started seeing everybody else pairing off 
and not just people but your friends Mm -hmm. it's like you get close to one friend that friend gets in a relationship get close to somebody else now they're in and and now they're in a relationship with each other it's just like yeah can we can we just have a no dating rule (laughs) can we all just like be friends (laughs) no relationships involved yeah so i I feel like it really wasn't a big deal to me until the last i would say like two or three years yeah yeah mine first well the thing is because i grew up in riverside county and the thing to do during christmas is go to the mission inn and it's like ideal date night Mm -hmm. and it's all there's so much christmas things near us that people do and it's just you see the posts and all that stuff and it's like and i i don't i'm not the biggest fan of christmas so i really don't care about doing that stuff it's just more of like the like you said the constant reminder like oh they're talking oh they're in a relationship oh they're getting married so yeah i don't i think i started caring about it i think my senior year of high school i think that's when i started not caring about it but noticing it more Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting what are your opinions on dating apps well i've i've had a decent experience with dating apps i was i was against it for a long time because my thoughts were don't you want to meet somebody like that you know already yeah i was kind of at least for me i didn't care if other people use them but i didn't want to use them because i was always thinking i want to date somebody that i'm already friends with Mm -hmm. but after covid hit I was, I like all the avenues that I would have met somebody were closed, mm-hmm. and then it became more or less about I want to be friends with them first. More I can put in my specific criteria, and if if we match, some things are already like we already match on certain on certain things. So the one that I like the best probably is Hinge. Oh yeah. That's a popular one. I feel like it's better if you are looking to actually date somebody. Yeah, not just to hook and up. And not or just hook up. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. I didn't want that. So Hinge I like because you can only you can only swipe right on a eight people a day, I think. Oh, okay. So it's it stops you from just like swiping like crazy and instead you gotta actually read their profile mm-hmm. and read like what the person is about instead of just swiping because they look good so i like that one and i actually that i've had i've had the most success on hinge i'll say yeah i just got a friend who just got engaged off hinge yeah and then i've had another friend who got married off of hinge so it's a it's one that i have heard the best results actual relationship wise from i'm not i don't have as strong opinions about it now because i understand now that people were on them because of lack of avenues meeting other people so yeah it makes sense i like it yeah i've never been on one i've never even downloaded anything i've gone on my friends and just like we've done it together on hers yeah and it's kind of fun but i just i like i'm not trying to pursue somebody right now like if it happens it happens i'm not looking for something Mm -hmm. i'm very secure where i'm at right now and like if a guy comes in uh, great but if it doesn't great like it's fine yeah um so i think that's part of the reason that 
I've never participated is that I'm not needing one or not nothing I mean if one comes like I said great it's not that I don't want it mm-hmm. it's I just don't want to you don't want to actively like pursue yeah yeah and I mean if somebody hits me up on Instagram that's fine what's up but it's I've just never done it yeah and there's so on some of them now you can be on a dating app but be looking for friends so you can change your that. you can change BFF. your profile to like okay I'm looking for friends or I'm looking to network yeah which I thought was cool I would I don't know if I'd use it for that but yeah my friend you can. my friend <clears throat> excuse me my friend was on I think it was Bumble BFF Bumble mm-hmm. and she she I met her through one of my friends that she's dating and uh i was like so how did you guys meet she's like oh we met on bff bumble and i was like what does that mean she's like oh i just moved to this city and i just wanted to meet friends and then we started talking and we're like okay i kind of like you so that their relationship worked out from bff yeah so that's cool that they have that yeah so i think that's cool because i think i take for granted that i'm in a lot of circles with people yeah it's like i'm not at a shortage of friends friends yeah so i don't really need it for that but like if you are moving somewhere Mm -hmm. new or you don't know anyone, Mm -hmm. I feel like it could be really helpful. Oh, yeah. When I studied abroad, there were girls on dating apps there. I feel like that's just so sketchy. I would never. Like, you don't know where you're at. (laughs) You don't know where you are. No. You don't know what kind of people are here. No. You don't know the culture. It was interesting. That's, that's, I don't know if I'd do that. But something that's really cool is I had a friend, or a couple friends, actually, who went i mean here not abroad and they went on dates with these people that they've talked to they said hey i'm about to go on this date can you just watch my location and change my location that's so good guys i recommend you do that with friends um because it's it's good safe yeah or and make sure you have people know where you're where you're going if it changes let them know because i haven't i haven't actually gone on a like a physical date with anybody on a dating app okay so i don't know i haven't i haven't run into that issue i feel like that issue arises more if you if it wasn't covid yeah (laughs) then you could just hang out wherever you wanted yeah yeah it's definitely the way to do it now it's i feel like it's more popular than not meeting on a date or utilizing the dating apps yeah i i've heard horror stories about tinder oh i never downloaded tinder well yeah no i've heard (sighs) Like, there was this video going around on Twitter about this girl sharing a story about her friend. Long story short, he came over. He said he left. And he came back in the middle of the night. And she called 911 because she's like, oh, my gosh, somebody's in my apartment. And the guy came back. He stole her keys, came back into her apartment. And the police got there. And he had, like, chainsaws, all these things to, like, pretty much cut her up. That's a very, very, very... um condensed part like this of the story but super long story short he why okay see those that's why i'm nervous this is just me if you are going to use a dating app don't have the date be at your house no meet go somewhere in public yes date in public so that you don't have that that's just you putting yourself in danger Mm -hmm. now this person knows where you live yeah i don't know no nope you're not i'm i still i have one person who's turned out really well and he still doesn't know where i live that's good no keep that until 
He knows like general area. But he doesn't and know your street address. By general area, I mean I said LA. <laughs> but he doesn't know like he doesn't know my address. I don't know. I know his general area, but not like you still you got to use safety precautions. Yeah, yeah don't sure. bring them into your home. So, who kind of laid out the rule book for dating for you? Like who taught you how to date? I don't know about like how to date necessarily. But I would definitely say my parents did a really good job laying out, like, this is the purpose of dating. So if you don't want to do this, just don't even go through the trouble. Yeah. So, I, because I had a lot of friends in high school who were dating and, like, what? how many 14-year-olds who are dating do you know who ended up getting married? I you know, know one. One. Yeah, they started dating at 12. I've I've heard stories like that and I think they're so adorable. It, they're the cutest the cutest people. But I also am like But I know one out of the thousand people that I know who've actually done yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean I think going into high school I was like, Oh my gosh, everybody's dating but I also had really solid teaching of if you don't see yourself marrying this person at some point or you don't want to be married, dating is kind of like, what are you dating for? What would be the purpose if that's not the point? Mm-hmm. So I kind of just, w- I, I've been very guarded in that mm-hmm. regard. Like, I've never seriously dated anyone because I'm like, I don't want to, at this point in my life, I have not wanted to be married. So to me, I just was like, I don't, I don't want to deal with another person's whole life. Yes. At this stage in my life. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out my own stuff. I don't want to handle you too. So I feel like I've just gotten to a point now that I've graduated that I'm thinking, okay, like what is the next step? What do I want to do relationally? So I would definitely credit that to my parents. I feel like that's very countercultural to not date unless unless you want to get married. So Yeah. Yeah, that's something that they don't really tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, if you're dating somebody and let's just say, like I had a friend, his mom went through this outrageous uh, small intestine thing. It, it, craziness. Like, she almost died. And luckily, him and his girlfriend have been together, I think, three years at the time. But he went through that, so she went through that. Like, if if one of the people's parents are getting a divorce, like, you're in that battle with them. Like, I don't think people share that part of dating or... They don't share the bad side that comes with dating. Like a lot of times, and I'm at fault for this. I I think I romanticize the idea of having a boyfriend, but you don't. You need to understand yeah. the amount of attention, the amount of time they take, and also if you fight, like not fight, but if you have um, what the, disagreements. Thank you, disagreements, or if they're sad you have to make the responsibility to like get them happy and like there's just a lot of work that comes with it and then if you break up all that pain people don't tell you that not all relationships work there will be pain like hopefully your relationship works out but if it doesn't that's what comes with it i think also that's to be honest a lot of the reason why i choose to not pursue because i'm honestly terrified of getting hurt yeah like i'm like, I'm a very tough gal. Like, I'm very confident. I'm very, like, I know what I want. And, but the thing is, my heart is like glass. So, mm-hmm. 
if somebody breaks it, yeah. I'm destroyed. That's that's exactly like I don't like I mean we've mentioned this in our last couple of episodes. I we are not like emotionally like we don't like sitting in feelings, no. negative feelings really. And the idea of giving my full self to someone Ugh. and then it not working out. Yeah. Is like it hasn't even happened yet. It gives me anxiety. It, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like the idea of putting so much time and effort and emotional energy into a person for it to not work. Yeah. I just, I don't think I would, I don't want to do that multiple times. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So I feel like that, I agree. That's probably kept me from dating also. I've seen how people have gotten hurt after Mm -hmm. serious relationships. Oh, yeah. I've seen the insecurities that come with it. The, the like reconstruction phase, I'll call it. Yeah. That has to happen. And I just, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And I know there's a lot of good that comes out of relationships though. There's a lot of, you know, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn how to communicate. You learned, you can learn even different activities. Like my mom, um, my dad taught my mom how to like water ski, how to do all that kind of stuff. So in stuff she never did as a kid and he introduced a whole different world to her and stuff like that is cool. You get a find new things and also there's a lot of love there's a lot of life giving moments there's a lot of fun memories and stuff that comes with relationships so i don't want to say all relationships are bad i just tend to see the well i see like oh i don't want to pursue because i don't want to break up yeah that's how i view and i know it's bad but i need to change that but i haven't had the best luck with dating and i think that's why and i think too like Anything good that happens in our life, it's like something good happens and our first thought is, what if I lose this? Yeah. Like your first thought is worst case scenario. And I I think that's a defense mechanism that people have. Yeah. Where I know that this is a really good thing, but I'm going to plan for it to not work out. Yeah. Because just in case it doesn't work out, I don't want to be caught off guard. Which stops us from fully enjoying things exactly (laughs) exactly you're just messing up your own thing yeah so i'm trying to i'm trying to that's why i said like with this situation i'm in i'm trying to just enjoy what it is for right now yeah that's good so that i'm not like don't get ahead of yourself what if we what if we break up and we're not even dating you know like so i'm trying to enjoy what is present current yes exactly because if i get ahead of myself it's never gonna go anywhere so what's your type what is my type i i didn't really have a type honestly no so okay there i feel like there are three like non-negotiables for me and everything else is you know it is what it is you have to be like i want our values to be the same so Mm -hmm. faith wise i want to be with a man who is christian and who believes the same things and who i can talk about those things with because so much of my life revolves around church and spirituality and my relationship with god that if i can't share that with you then it's gonna be tough yeah second i would like you to be taller than me (laughs) 
preach. Yes. I, Robin and I are both <sighs> so above hard. average height. Yes, we are. <laughs> so I'm 5'9". And I know average height for men is like 5'10". No, it's 5'9". It's 5'9"? In the U.S., it is 5'9". And Ooh. for girls, it's 5'4". Yeah. Um, and I was 5'4 in like third grade. Same. So. <laughs> it's awful. Anyway. I, I, and that's not like, that's not a deal breaker, but It'd it's just nice. something about people who are taller than me that just, it's just good. Yeah, I, I that's not one I really want to negotiate because I I don't like feeling bigger than my significant other. Yeah. Um, and then third thing, I don't remember what my third thing is. I feel like those are like the two two. <laughs> two things. Those are my two things, and like I've never had like a race preference. I've never had, I've never had like any other preferences besides that. I would like us to have things in common. So, yeah. what about you? Do you have a type? Um, so I did. I had this laundry list of items <laughs> um, until actually kind of recently. So I, um, I had a friend send me a series by uh, Michael Todd, oh, who does Transformation Church. I think it's Oklahoma he's at. Yeah. And I watch him every week. He's, gr- he's so good. Mm-hmm. And, um... So he did this series, I think it was in like 2017. Yeah. And it was I relationship know, yes. goals. Yes. And so my friend sent me that and I listened to that series probably like four or five times just because I, I got something new out of all of it. Mm-hmm. And he even actually wrote a book and I read the book. It's fantastic. You did? I'll have it. You can actually have it. I finished it. Oh, it's yeah, great. Definitely recommend that guy's relationship goals by Michael, Ch- Michael Todd. Um, But one of the sermon episodes out of his series was called rip up the list i yes <sighs> and i was like <laughs> i was so convicted after hearing that um because i i kind of touched on it a little bit i'm very much into everything and i would like my person to also be into everything so like i can go from a rave to an, a rodeo to off-roading to a photo shoot to painting all this stuff i can literally go anywhere and i would like my person so he has to be able to do this do this do this do this and after i heard that i was like i can't like no that's i shouldn't have that standard like oh he doesn't like to go off-roading he's not for me like i can't have that standard on somebody it'd be a plus if he had a truck just saying but it's it's not a deal breaker so I think I'm very similar to you and with you as he has to be, I want a leader because I want somebody because I'm already kind of an alpha and I want yeah. somebody yes, to be I feel like we both are. Yeah. I want somebody to be even more of an alpha for me. Yes. Um, cause I want to be guided. I want to be led because I kind of tend myself. I kind of find myself. I tend, uh, I tend to find myself always leading the pack with friends with family not family as much but mostly with friends and just experiences and i would like somebody to kind of take the reins from from me every once in a while um but with that calls is like leader of the household and i want the same thing faith-wise he has to be the leader and um so yeah just looking for somebody who's mature enough in their faith too i think that's a big thing um and yes please be tall 
Yes. I'm almost 5'11". I'm a tall gal. 6'4 has always been my ideal. Yeah. I, oh, yes. Um, and then preferably blue eyes, but it's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want my babies to Can't have blue negotiate. eyes. But yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I feel like, I, I mean, I never really, aside from that, I mean, my parents always told us, like, we don't care who you marry as long as they're Christian and they love the Lord more than they love you. Yeah. And so that's kind of like the only real like set in stone standard I have. Yeah. I don't want to date somebody who is who I have to pull along. Oh, And so, you know, I feel like and I feel like that's okay. Like you should not be with somebody who is like pulling you back, you Mm know? So that's that's pretty much it i that that series though by michael todd is awesome do you know he has a part two that he did the relationship goal series yeah he did a uh relationship goals reloaded it was like this year wasn't it Mm -hmm. yeah or maybe the rip up the list was this year no that was the first it was the first Mm -hmm. one okay yeah yeah i listened to both of them and that's when he introduced that he was doing the book Mm -hmm. yeah 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 definitely recommend it guys you can listen to it on youtube apple podcast everything Mm mm-hmm Highly recommend. Yes. And I think we have like an like we have this list of things that we think we need and we actually I don't think we really know what we need until we have it. And we realize like this person is like we complement each other well. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that you I don't I I don't think most people are self aware enough to really know these are this is where I have completely no skill like i don't i i don't think that most people know that until they are with somebody who compliments them well yeah and also too i think depending on the person but like i don't really want to marry another one of me like yeah. i already <laughs> already already got me down like mm-hmm. i want to learn something like i want to experience new things like if you're into i don't know deep sea fishing i'm not necessarily into that but you could teach me and like, let's try it out. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's also healthy too to have your kind of separate worlds. So like my sister and her husband, prime example, my sister, she has two horses. She trains horses. She um, teaches lessons. She's a very horse person. And her husband not necessarily is a horse person, but he 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 supports it. And he's a, he goes and hunts with his, his bow. He's very into archery and stuff. So they each have their own little getaways. Like mm-hmm. when they want to have their time apart and do what they love. And they both respect each other's time in that. Like they don't like, oh, you're going to ride your horse again. Like he doesn't yeah. do that. And I think it's healthy to have that aspect in a relationship too. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like you should also still have your own friends. <gasps> yes. It's fine to have friends that you both are friends with. Like, I'm not saying you should have completely separate friend groups because oh, okay. you're going to. You're gonna. You're gonna have because if I'm dating you, you're gonna meet my friends. Yeah. Because I care about my friends. Some of them. I care about. <laughs> I care about some of their opinions, and I want to know like what they see in you. Like, do yeah. you think this is a good fit? Like, I feel like that's fine. But when I retreat to go hang out with my girlfriends okay yes i don't want somebody who is then you know like it's his sister so now like Mm. you guys are in a tough spot who do i like i don't want to put people in the middle you know yeah i feel like that's where it can be tough 
Yeah, that's actually a really good. Because I, I want you to still have your guy friends. Go hang out with your guy friends. Because yeah. we need, we're gonna need space. <gasps> that's also an interesting thing, like independent relationships. What is your take on that? What does that mean? I, I think I'm that? gonna is be like one of thing? those. It's where you're in a relationship, but you kind of do your own thing, and you're not. It's not like super clingy. It's not checking yes. in every single second. And you know how I feel about clinky. Yeah. I think I'm going to be one of those independent relationships where like you check in, you know, a couple times a day. It obviously spends time with each other like throughout the week and stuff. But I, I'm not one of those people where like we need to be texting constantly. I need to call you on your way home. I need to do this. And okay. I say that now very single. It could be different when I'm actually in a relationship. But the ones that I've, I've pursued in the past like i like having space i have a lot of things to do i like not needing having that person need attention all the time yeah i'm not big on clingy people no like i like i like having i like the idea of having somebody where like okay uh two or three times a week we go out like these are our days and we have our time separate from that because if I'm dating you, first of all, we're not married. If we end up getting married, we're going to have to share the same house. So. I'm actually not looking forward to, sh- <laughs> <laughs> to sharing a bed. I was thinking about that. I love my one blanket and I don't think I want to share blankets with anybody. <laughs> well, I move so much when I sleep. Like I start off one side and on the other. I've literally started off at my foot of my of my bed ended at the f- ended, wait started at the head of my bed ended up at the foot of my bed completely twisted around like i'm actually terrified for my future husband like it's going to be a, a a war me sleeping but i think i think you end up learning like how to sleep i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i do it like when i sleep with like if my friend sleeps over and we share a bed like i can't i can't sleep because i'm afraid that i'll hit him or something but well yeah I, don't know. I guess I'm I'm a really still sleeper. I'm not I don't move a lot. I wish. And I can't stand sleeping or sharing a bed with somebody who hits me cuz I'll wake up. So my siblings are like that. So when we go on vacation and stuff, if it's like for example, we went on vacation and it was two queen beds, I had my own bed and they got to <laughs> share with each other because they are they like fling their arms. Yeah, that's me. Pillows are everywhere. Yep. And I'm I'm in my bed and you the other side of the bed looks like it's never been never been touched. touched so okay so what are some benefits then of being single <gasps> my favorite question i'm such a big advocate for singleness mm-hmm. um benefits of being single well one you learn exactly who you are and who you want to be with no distractions I think singleness, especially in your 20s, you really figure out where you want to go with life. And if you don't know, you can try out things to find that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So benefits of being single is I also think you're very clear minded and nothing necessarily holds you back. So if you had this really cool job opportunity to go move to Europe, you could take it because you're single. Or if you um want yeah like really much location like you are not held down by anything maybe family 
like for instance when I studied abroad I had I, I was so happy I was in a relationship when I studied abroad because all these girls didn't want to go out and go I don't know clubbing or something with us because like oh my boyfriend's here he'll be jealous not here he'll be jealous or I don't know I'm gonna miss my boyfriend if I don't, I don't know if I should even go and like girl go like find yourself do things um and also I think it's a time to experiment like um meeting new people you don't have to worry about checking in with anybody you can literally just I love just being able to just go wherever I want because nobody's like oh what are you doing where you're at like I can just go wherever I want and I'm very independent already so I like not nobody hanging over my head mm-hmm. and not having to say what I'm doing where I'm going why I'm doing where I'm going and everything yeah and it's more time like I said for you to figure out exactly who you are you I think before you get into a relationship, you need to know who you are and you need to be comfortable and confident who you are because if you don't know who you are, the person who is going to date you thinks they're dating this one person, but you're actually not that person. And then you switch up and they're like, whoa, you've changed. This is not who I Mm -hmm. uh, initially pursued because you weren't honestly you yeah so i think and it's not your fault because you didn't know exactly but still i think you need to be really really ready with yourself Mm -hmm. before you get into a relationship because then that that time for you to really discover is almost gone Mm -hmm. because all of that time for you your discovery is kind of being put into the other person yeah that makes sense and you're you're like finding out who you guys are as a couple yeah not at like not who I am yeah. by myself, mm-hmm. which I definitely agree, which is why I, I'm I'm really grateful I did not date in high school or college. Yeah. Like I wanted to, I went through phases and mm-hmm. it would be like, I'm really glad I'm not dating. And then on the flip side, why aren't I not, why am I not dating? Yeah. Why don't I have any, but I, now that I'm in the, space where i am with myself i just i'm i would not trade it yeah because i'm there's no way all the things that i found out about myself i i would hate to have gone through what i went through with another person attached to my emotional well-being because my emotions were a roller coaster yeah and i for like the last couple years especially it was just like i'm finding out this about myself and oh my gosh this is where i need to grow and why do i keep like realizing these unhealthy patterns and these like cycles of trauma and like how do i respond to certain things those were things that i would have i'm glad that i know now yeah before getting into a relationship and not everybody needs that or i'm glad i had it yeah some people i mean i have a handful of friends who they're kind of like serial daters yeah they can't be alone and it makes me nervous because they find their identity in who they're with Mm -hmm. and as soon as that person's gone they're gone yeah and you don't want that you i mean it's way easier said than done like if you end up let's just say you're in a relationship for a year year and a half and that ends you need to make sure you know exactly who you are coming out of that and you're okay with who you are. And I think with kind of serial dating, it, you're, 
your identity is always in that next person. Yeah. And you don't know, you don't know who you are outside of a, a relationship. relationship. Yeah. Which I had a friend who she was probably, I think she was 24, had not been single since she was 11. Oh my gosh. For more than two or three months. Wow. So it was like back to back to back to back. And I think she did. She dated this guy for five years. So things like that was like five years that's and so I'm long. not even 25 yet. That's that's a good chunk of your life. Yeah. And for you to have put all that emotional energy and all that time and effort and it just, I mean, to date somebody from 15 to 20. That's like a lot of life. That, you grew up with that person. Exactly. Yeah. That's tough did they just outgrow each other yeah i i think because like long distance okay. and being in college was hard yeah but like i feel like now that i'm graduated and i have like i haven't made a solidified career decision i haven't done these things yet it's very easy to now make a decision like if i did end up in a serious relationship it's very easy to change paths right mm -hmm. now like in high school are you really gonna go follow this person and move wherever they move like i i wasn't gonna do that in high school yeah some no. people do i wasn't going to do that though no so i feel like i'm now at a point where if i want to make a decision for my life i can do that with a clear head yeah and i have the ability and the means to do that as yeah. opposed to being a teenager and I think, too, another another benefit of being single is, it sounds weird, but I always say, like, date your parents. If you have a really good relationship with your parents, or if you don't, this is the prime opportunity to kind of heal that. Like, for me, me and my mom, and, and my dad, I'm, like, best friends with them. And I'm so blessed, because I know not all people have that. But the thing is, I date my parents. So, it sounds super weird. But, like, when me and my mom, we had Disney passes, we would go on Disney dates, like, once every two weeks and you know me and my dad you know talk about all this life stuff and like we it's really fun to to kind of you don't have anybody else in your life so you don't know how much long you're gonna have with your parents mm -hmm. like and anything can happen like knock on wood nothing's gonna but you're once you're in a relationship you kind of can't spend as much time with them so kind of pack it all in now and same goes with friends mm -hmm. like okay you're single like let's hang out let's just make all these memories and I also, too, uh, I have much more happy memories affiliated with friends than I do um, ex-relationships, mm -hmm. I guess we'll call them. They're not relationships, but ex, ex, ex things. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. But, um, like, you can look back on a road trip that you did with a friend and you're like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Instead of like, oh, I rode church with my ex-boyfriend or something like that. Yeah. Like there's negative, negative affiliations with yes. that now. Mm -hmm. And I know people who went on road trips to like Utah or something with a boyfriend and now they hate Utah. Yeah, now they hate the state. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, no. It, so I think it's, it's prime time for you if you're single, especially in your 20s. Spend as much time, invest as much time into those friendships and family mm -hmm. relationships because once you're distracted you're gonna want to spend all your time with that your other person yeah 
And I like I'm so protective of the things I share with potential significant others because I don't want them to ruin something I already liked. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to travel with you abroad. I don't want to go to like if I've never been to a place, I don't want to go there for the first time with you. That's smart. Unless unless we're getting married. Like there are some things that I just want to share with my husband that mm-hmm. I don't want to share with a boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want to travel abroad to a new country and I've never been there and now I hate the country yeah. and I don't want to go back. Exactly. Even if there's... I really enjoyed the trip because now it's been ruined. Yeah. And I don't want you to ruin my favorite albums either. Oh. I don't want you to ruin the songs I like. I don't want you to ruin... I have. I know people who like loved an artist can't stand that artist now because their significant other ruined it that happened to me that happened to you that happened to me it sucks it sucks it was music it was music because they introduced me to an artist Mm -hmm. and i I really liked them and now every time i hear that artist i'm like it sucks i that's I'm, i'm not scared of a lot of things I'm not scared of like the next stages of life. I'm not scared of where my career takes me. I'm not scared of heights. I'm not scared. <laughs> like I said, the only thing like, oh, well, I don't really like open water, but that's pretty much it. But, or a fish eating my toes. But really, <laughs> other than that, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Like I'm an adrenaline junkie. I'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. Roller coasters don't scare me, but relationships and having somebody hold my heart petrifies mm-hmm. me. But and and I think that's why, like I said, I I tend to take the easy way out and just say like oh no i'm not interested oh single life (laughs) (laughs) i know it's fine because it's just it's terrifying giving yourself and being vulnerable too yeah and also like i've had friends they were together like two years and one text message ruined it all and ended it all after two years blindsided all of that stuff and it, that's what scares me is it can end anytime you have no idea what they're really feeling they could tell you they love you all you want but you have no idea if they actually mean it and that's the scares not to be a downer i'm sorry guys but like that's what scares me i'm just being honest and genuine it terrifies yeah. me but i then again i haven't had the greatest of experiences and i think that's why like i'm not i'm not scarred i wouldn't say that i'm scarred i'm just very cautious yes very cautious and that's 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 how i feel too yeah like i'm very i'm very protective of myself i've learned to be because i wasn't always that way like i think in general i'm a very trusting person Mm -hmm. and i've trusted i think i've just i i've been a student of myself in friendship and in relationships that were not romantic. So I know how I can be if this was a significant other, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I know that I trust. If you tell me that you, I, I'm going to believe anything that somebody tells me. And not in a way, like, if it's something that's obviously a lie. But in terms of, like, I really care about you, blah, 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 blah. Like, Someone who tells me that they have my best interest at heart, I'm not going to assume that you lie about that. No. You know, like I'm going to assume that you're telling the truth. 
And if you are able to get me to trust you fully and you break that trust, it's just like, I, sorry, bye. I like, I, whoo, that, that's like one of the worst things to me. Yeah. Because it just, you can't, how do you bounce back from that? It's almost impossible. Well, I shouldn't say impossible. It's extremely hard from yeah. what I've heard. I haven't experienced that. But yeah. I mean, with friendship, I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm still extremely cautious. Like, I don't fully, I don't tell them everything anymore. Exactly. They violated that. Exactly. And it's not, I feel like relationships, again, guys, <laughs> this is from a perspective of two single 20 somethings yeah so (laughs) it's fun yeah so you know we're not experts no we're just chatting but like this this idea then that you you carry baggage from your last relationships into your next ones unfortunately unfortunately yeah but and i mean all of my friends aren't bad people all of my friends didn't take advantage of me but i have friends who did so now Everybody who I meet now is having to pay for that. Yeah. There are people, and that's not really fair to them, but it's also something now I feel like I have to do. No, I'd say I'm the same. I I tend to give you five feet and then give you six and then give you seven. You know, the more I get to know you, the more you let me in, probably the more I'm going to let yes. you in. But... I have this very bad, I'm being, oh, I'm being vulnerable. Ew, this is weird. Yes. The, the very unfortunate quality that I have, though, is if that person does something that's not trustworthy or is questionable or rejects me in some way, shape, or another, I cut that person out. So it's I, like a one strike you're out. Well, it's not like, oh, I accidentally gave you a blue one instead of a green marker or nothing like <laughs> that. But like if you do something to hurt me, I almost instantly am like, peace out. Especially with a guy. Especially with a guy. If they, because like I said, my heart's like glass. So mm-hmm. if you do something to even put a small crack in it. And I know that's bad because I know we're all human. But if it's something that big, because the thing is, I think the reason why I do it is it's a a Mm self-defensive mechanism, self-defense thing where I don't want to see like even social media. Like I won't block you. I'll just mute you. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to see your face. I don't have to worry. I don't want to know what you're doing. I don't want to know anything about you anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not investing any more time into you. No more energy. So like, all the people who have kind of done me wrong, uh, if you're listening, you're, sorry, you're muted. <laughs> like, cause I don't, I don't want to know anymore about yeah. you. I'm sorry. But those are the people it's that it's, like I said, it's not, it's not necessarily a one-time thing, but if you do some, either, if it's really epic that you, the one-time thing is epic or if it's small cracks going in and out, yeah. then we're, then I just can't see it anymore. But then that's a bad quality. Cause I almost, it's. I don't want to put the time into mending it because I don't know if I can fully trust that person anymore. Yeah. And I feel like it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know? Like I think because I can be that way. Okay. The thing that, the thing that gets me like, okay, you're done is your intent. 
Mm. Like if you if you accidentally hurt me, I can forgive that. Yeah. If you if you didn't know, like for example, if you didn't know that I was terrified of bugs and you just so happened to like if you plan something and we're gonna go to a butterfly sanctuary, don't take me there. <gasps> don't take me there. But if you didn't know, I'm not gonna be upset about that, yeah. you know? Yeah. But if you are somebody who knows this about me and you intentionally set me up so that I will get hurt, that to me is, that is so hard. Yeah. I've only ever, I mean, I can only think of a couple times that that's happened where it's like, you know this about me and you did it anyway. And you, not only did you do it anyway, but you let me, you let me trust you and you knew that you plan to take advantage the whole time yeah that's malicious and i don't like like if we're arguing or you have a like argument with a friend and you start pulling out things that i told you in confidence <gasps> when i was vulnerable with you and now you're using that we out those are things where it's like hmm, because i don't i don't fight like that i don't argue like that i am not going to start because I could, I could easily, anybody could do that. Anybody that you trust can easily go in and take out a knife that n they know will cut you perfectly. Yeah. And that's what terrifies me about a relationship because it's like <laughs> this, this person, if you're dating to marry, there are some things that I am, I, I'm, I think I'm just terrified of being with the wrong person. Yes. I 100% agree with that. Because not everybody deserves to see your heart or yep. to see you fully. Yep. And that is scary. That's why I don't, per like, I don't really pursue people. This sound I don't know if it sounds bad, but that's why I don't necessarily try and go out and find somebody because I don't want that person to be the wrong person. Like, I think timing is everything. And... If, you know, God brings a guy along and it's his timing, great. I'm not trying to rush that process. Mm -hmm. I do not want to to invest my time and energy into somebody that's not meant for me. Yeah. And I know that's a lot of pressure to put on, you know, my next boyfriend. But like you said, that's why I date is to marry. I don't believe I like I said I'm so fragile I don't think I can handle that much rejection just casually mm -mm. dating and no. like I think casually dating is 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 such a thing I think in our culture because I think people are afraid to be alone and so they want or maybe it's just because of status I don't know but I personally can't do it I know I have a couple friends who do it but they're always sad they're always messed up somehow I feel like too casual dating i feel like somebody's going to catch feelings oh 100%. that are deeper than the other person yep and i just can't do it like i i couldn't do it either yeah but okay not to i just realized we're kind of like bashing relationships <laughs> relationships are good there are just a lot of things that i think both of us are terrified for that are valid i think that's valid points to think, have yeah and i feel like too this podcast is about working through the things that yeah. are hard. This is true. Like as easy as it would be for us to sit here and be like, these are all the things I look forward to. I think the things that terrify us are what we want 
people yeah. to hear, you know? Yeah. Because I, I could tell you that I'm excited to take cute pictures and oh yeah go on cute dates, but I'm terrified to tell you what keeps me up at night and mm-hmm. like what like really makes me tick. Like those yeah. things, that's what makes me cringe. It's not hard for me to picture <laughs> like going on a nice date. Yeah. Like that's something anybody would want. But I, what I don't want is to be stabbed. No. Or like, I, like I just, I honestly, and I can't say what is or isn't going to happen. I just don't see myself dating seriously multiple people. Me too. Like, I feel like I will seriously date one or two people. Yeah. And I just don't think I... And, you know, maybe that'll change, but I just feel so fragile when it comes to, like, putting myself out there. It's not because I'm, like, not confident or I don't have... It's just, like, the idea of being vulnerable. I There's only so many times you can do that and get let down. Yeah, you can only... The Band-Aid only sticks so many times. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. I think I heard it one time. I, I'm not taking credit. But, yeah, no, I take... I take dating personally very seriously. And also, too, you have to understand, if they date you, they kind of date the family. So you (laughs) bringing a new person over every month, like, that's a lot on not just you, but your family. Yeah. And I never bring boys home unless I'm, like, for sure about them. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, maybe they'll meet my sister or something, but parents? No. That How is your family... When it comes to dating, um, honestly, fine. They're really my parents. I like I said, I've been very blessed by my parents. They're very open-minded people. Um, so and they've made a comment prior. Um, they know that I won't just bring somebody over that I'm not serious about, and they're um, they they know my character. And they know who I am. So they have trust in me that I won't bring anybody who's out of character, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. My family's pretty pretty cool with it. I like to have, like I said, my sister meet the people and before. But, yeah, I'm super cautious. Because it's almost like, I feel like it makes it more serious yeah. when you meet the family. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm protective of my family. I'm protective of all my people. Mm-hmm. Like, I will not bring people around that I don't think would get along. Yeah. You know? So what about you guys? My family, I feel like that's the last thing. Yeah. To do. Like, you're going to meet my friends. You'll hopefully meet this person. Like, you're going to meet him before my family does. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if you tell me, I would much rather hear from one of my friends, like, I don't know if this is really working, blah, blah, blah. I would rather my friends speak into that first. Than your dad. Than my father. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Or, like, my mom or, like, because then it's, like, I don't know. That's just not the kind of thing that I want. (laughs) Like, I want to be sure about the person I'm putting in front of my parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like my friends, it's like the rough draft. And my friends know me as a friend, Mm -hmm. you know? So they've seen me in social settings. They've seen me, like, just be me outside of family. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good read. And you also are a great reader of people. 
Me? So, yeah. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm an honest friend. It's yeah, sometimes good so, and bad. <laughs> I mean, okay, but like that's something I appreciate because when you like a person, it's hard to be like, oh, well, this is where I think we're not going to work well. Yeah. Because... I just like you, so I'm willing to overlook the fact that that's such you know, a thing. That so is I'm such a thing. So I'm overlooking stuff. So I think the first stage is definitely friends, but my family, that is serious. But I think that's especially now we're at the stage of life where like we are at the age to get married. Like you, that's so weird. You, I know. I every time I see a proposal <laughs> on some type of thing, I'm just like, I am not ready for that. But it's also if you find the right person you get ready for that, you know? Yeah. And that's exciting too. Like that that's kind of the next stage. I mean, we have, I mean, you're, we're getting careers. We're getting our life set. The next thing, the next kind of stage is, you know, either a house or a husband. Yeah. Which I'm down for a house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm down for a husband too, but I, I think... It's just, it's kind of weird. Like, that's the next thing. Like, we graduated college. Yeah. We got jobs. Now, kind of the next thing. Yep. And that, like, I like the idea of that. I like the idea of having a family. Like, okay, ideally, you know, we all have a timeline in our head. (laughs) Yeah, we think that's going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) what we think will happen. I always was like, I want to be married by, like, 24 or 25 that yeah because i don't want to have kids right away same so i was like i want to have some years where it's just me and him yeah and we're just doing the things that we like to do together so that when our kids are out of the house we can come back to these things that we really enjoy doing exactly so in my ideal timeline i'm getting married by 24 and then i'm gonna have my first kid at like 29 28 or 29 and I want to be done having kids by like 35. How many kids do you want? I don't know. I want a lot of kids. Do you really? I do. But okay, because we have a lot of kids. Yeah. Like I'm used to being in a big family. I loved having a big family growing up. I don't know. I think I want like four kids. Okay. Four or five. There but you I go. like even numbers. So four or six. <laughs> because <laughs> two is too little four is a good enough a, a good number to me six is a lot but i don't want five <laughs> yeah so, I, don't, I don't know i don't know i just i think i want a lot of kids that's okay everybody wants i don't know them. i guess we'll see i may not want a lot of kids once i have one one or two yeah yeah as soon as you're like i'm done you know yeah. some, yeah, I, I'm on the same page of like, I want to get... Because the thing is, my parents... So my parents started dating at 19. And they got wow. married. Yeah, they got married at 24. So they had five years. And then my mom got pregnant. Oh, they got married at 24. And then my mom got pregnant at 29. And had her first kid on at by 30. So I liked that timeline. I was like, yeah. okay, you have five years of dating. Exactly. That's kind of a long time. But they were still really young. Mm-hmm. And then five years of just enjoying marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. I just want to enjoy marriage as long as I can before having kids because kids complicate, not complicate, it's just it they alter your life a little bit. Yeah. Which some people want and some people don't. It's fine to each their own. But me personally, like I want to enjoy my husband and really enjoy marriage before bringing a kid into it. Yes. 
But like you said, my timeline is 25. I would ideally like to know the person and date the person <laughs> for like a year and a half, two years maybe. Yeah. So I'm already behind schedule. <laughs> Are you, do, okay, so you want to, how long did you say? A year and a half or two years? Ideally. But the thing is, you, I mean, I can get engaged after like a year and a half, then get married and be together like two years yeah. when we get married. I want a short engagement. Yeah. I don't. Okay. That I, I don't feel like I would need to date for a long time. But, and this is just. Yeah. That's just me. I know some people are like, I need at least three years. No, I'm not that way. Or I need at least. I know some people need like five years. Well, I feel like after a year, you kind of go through enough life events to see how they respond. Yeah. And. You, you go through a batch of holidays and you kind of, I feel like a year is a good time to really get an idea. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half, two years, that's fine. But I've, I have a friend, they met in June, got engaged in August. And they're going, they have their third baby on the way. And they're happily married and everything. So, I mean, so there, there are cases like that. And who knows, I could be one of those. But I'm just more of like, I'd like to see how you react. Like, do you have road rage? Mm-hmm. What does your Christmas look like? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. I like to see definitely. how this person reacts before I fully commit. Yes. And that, like, I want to, that, I need to know, how, like, how you react to certain things. But I feel like we put too much pressure on, not too much pressure on dating, but, like, the idea that, like, I have to see how you react in every single situation before I decide whether or not I want to be with you. I feel like that you're Sounds not going to you're not going to you're not going to get a whole view of marriage in 2 years. No, you won't. You won't even get a whole view of marriage in 10 years. It, um, unless you're married. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like there's so much that you don't learn until you actually are married. That to me what's important is that we're friends. Yes. First, because I'm going to fight for my friendships. If all we have in common is that I'm attracted to you and there's just sexual energy that's gonna that's not gonna work it's not gonna last like we i want to be friends with you and also i just i want to know that you are pursuing god because Mm -hmm. i feel like if you have those two things and we're both in pursuit of god first then i feel like that makes that will make things not easy but a lot easier if i can trust that you are going to make good decisions based on your relationship with god and i can trust that and you're gonna lead in that yeah i feel like there's not much more i mean obviously there are like little things that i would want to know but i just feel like it won't take me two years to realize whether or not i want to be with you you know yeah i don't know and i feel like i don't know i could I just don't have any interest in dating someone for longer than a year without intent. Yeah. Or without knowing like, this is where we want to go. This is our plan. Yeah. Yeah. I think kind of like what you said before, like, I think dating your best friend is such like you need to be, then you need to be best friends. You need, you want, you need to be able to want to do anything and everything with them. Cause that's what's going to happen. Like you're going to, you're gonna need to fight for that and that's why i was like oh my gosh what if they don't like 
this like teach them how to love it Mm -hmm. you know and relationships are fun relationships are i feel like you kind of open up a whole different side of you you learn a lot about yourself how you communicate how you deal with things how like teamwork skills you you learn a lot about yourself in relationships and Mm -hmm. i think they are good but i think we just need to make sure you know what you're doing yeah I mean, I am really looking forward to having a husband and having that part of my life. But yeah, that stuff was, like I said before, like there's a lot of negative aspects of relationships that I'm personally terrified of, but there are a lot of good ones and I'm looking forward to experiencing them. I'm honestly looking forward to experiencing both because I think both sides grow you as a person and Mm -hmm. I love challenging myself. I love learning how to grow and be a better person and um, I'm excited to see what comes about i'm in absolutely no rush but i'm excited <laughs> to see eventually what's going on yeah because like excited. i said my timeline's already off i'm already behind so it's like <laughs> whatever now <laughs> but you never know you never know what could happen no yeah and i'm excited to hear this however long down the line and not be in this position anymore but like i said it's not it's not my will it's not my timing i just yeah i'm rolling with the punches yeah and I think it's totally valid to look forward to something, but still enjoy where, where you're in. at. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Singleness, guys, it's not that bad. It's really not. No, and, I and know you'll it, miss it. You'll miss it yeah, when it's gone. Honestly, yeah. And I think if you are single, really, and if you're if you're upset about being single, I highly recommend you to just kind of reflect on what has good come out of your singleness, what growth has come out of your singleness. And also how to prepare for the next relationship, how to be the best you. Um, and if you're in a relationship, happy for you guys. Happy cuffing season. Yes. Enjoy. Go on all the cute dates. Yes. Just don't post about them. So I'm <laughs> to see them. <laughs> I'm just Save kidding. the pictures for yourself. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I do enjoy seeing them. It just, it's, it's, it's not seeing them that's the problem. It's when I get off and I'm like, hmm, here I am by myself. <laughs> <laughs> my bowl of popcorn on a friday night yep <laughs> going nowhere but yeah. yeah we have a good time talking about this yeah hopefully that hasn't guys. ruined your I know view this. of relationships <laughs> those are just um glimpses into mine and robin's fears of relationships <laughs> but there's good too yeah, there's, there's good. definitely good yeah but, but the- yeah if you're single out there and you're having a hard time during cuffing season, hit up your single friends. Yeah, let's like hang Robin out. Like said. Let's hang out. Yeah, it depends. It depends who hits me up. I may not want to hang out with you. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if y'all want to go on but, the cute dates, I'll go on them yeah, with you. Definitely let us know. Email us. Send us oh, your yeah. Send us your cuffing season stories yes oh my gosh if you guys have funny <gasps> we should have done first dates if you guys have any oh fun funny first date stories let us know yeah we're happy to um have done another one yeah this was fun yep so we'll leave you guys with this take your friends out enjoy your family time yes you may be single this cuffing season, but there's no guarantee that you will be single next cuffing season. This so it may true. be the last one that you get to fully enjoy by yourself. Yes, take it in. Yeah, so take it in. Do some self-care nights. Light a candle. Yes, take a bath. Yes. 
just you have so much time because you don't have to worry about anybody else yeah so enjoy it yes we love you guys so much we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us chat um as you guys i don't know if you guys have noticed by now but we're more of a bi-weekly basis if you guys want to be featured on our podcast we are going to be starting a segment called control center where we read letters that you guys send us or topics or things that you know send us feedback um but if you would like to be featured in that email us at damage control pod at gmail.com yes and also let us know if you do write in if you want your name to be included or be kept anonymous please make that known if you don't mention it we'll just kind of keep you anonymous uh just kind of respect what you guys write but yeah let us know we want to kind of keep people involved in this not just have us talking but yeah keep you guys involved please write in yeah or ask us questions <gasps> yeah we should have like a q a episode that'd be fun yeah just all, literally all whatever topics. just email us we'll read them <laughs> yeah we promise guys we'll read them so we will see you guys in a couple weeks with a christmas episode yep okay bye guys